You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. The new book by Matt Simon is The Wasp That Brainwashed the Caterpillar. Thank you for joining me, Matt. And thank you for having me. This book takes a look at what happens when evolution is called upon to perform some very specific tasks. Very specific. Yes, uh, it's such an incredible force, natural selection. Um, And this book, I hope, comes across as kind of an introduction as to the wonders that it is able to produce. Um, The wasp in question on the cover uh, does things like inject its eggs into caterpillars that then mind control the caterpillar into protecting the eggs as they're erupting from its living body, which is a very specific way to go about life, but these things happen. This sounds like the inspiration for the movie Alien. It is. Um, Inspiration for a lot of movies, probably. Uh, You run the gamut here from mammals to uh, amphibians to insects to... Uh, even a uh, fungus. So tell us a little bit about the fungus that manages to make the cut. Yes, Ophiocordyceps is a kind of killer zombifying fungus. What happens is this fungus as a spore will land on an ant and will work its way through its cuticle by building up pressure and actually blowing itself into the ant's body where it propagates and grows and it can take up something like 50% of the ant's body. Um, what happens is the fungus commands the ant to march out of the colony to a very specific spot in the trees. It's about eight inches off the ground and has it bite down on the vein of a leaf. And this is a spot that is actually ideally uh, suited for its for development, for humidity and all of that. Um, what happens is the stalk comes out of the back of the ant's head, which is now dead. Mercifully, I would assume. I have never been infected with a zombifying fungus. Um, but then that spores pour out of that 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 uh, ant and infect the colony that is walking below. When we're talking about uh, that, it almost sounds like something out of a superhero movie, and there is a critter in your list that has a superhero-like power, the pistol shrimp. Pistol I... shrimp, yes. <laughs> um, what it does, it is, it's no pushover, like a lot of shrimp. Uh, they get a bad rap, but this one is not going to go lightly. What it has is a claw that has evolved to work as essentially a pistol. But instead of firing bullets, it fires bubbles. Uh, It it closes so quickly, it fires out a jet of water that can actually knock its prey unconscious, which is, as far as adaptations go, pretty specific. I also was enamored of nature's living uh, HVAC unit, the pink fairy armadillo. (laughs) Yes. The pink fairy armadillo calls the uh, deserts of Argentina home. Uh, Its problem is that the desert is an inhospitable place, and this is actually a subterranean uh, armadillo, and it doesn't use its shell like you would expect an armadillo to use its shell for protection. Instead, it has turned its into a radiator. Um, If it's too hot or too cold, it can pump pump blood in and out of that to cool down its core because it has less blood. Um, And that's just just a hell of an uh, adaptation, but it gives it this beautiful pink color. And I hate ruining this for people, but it's pink because you can actually see the blood below. And it has kind of a, a kissing cousin in the snake 
category. Is it, it's a snake? Is it a legged snake or a, or a, or a leg? Oh yeah, lizard? yeah. The the uh, the Mexican mole lizard, which is uh, it looks it's very weird for it's actually not a lizard. It's a, it's a, it's a very unique kind of family. Um, it has two front paws. You might want to call them. They look almost like paws, uh, but none on the back. You can actually see them. They're vestigial. They're they're hidden little bones away. But it has no use for those limbs anymore, which because it's a it's a subterranean creature and it might actually slow it down. All it has to do now is pull its way through with those front paws and kind of wiggle around. Um, you have something called the I.I., which is a grub grabber. It is a grub grabber indeed. It is one of the more unique looking uh, denizens of Madagascar. Uh, it has at its disposal an extremely elongated finger, a middle finger specifically. Uh, what it does is it'll actually walk along branches, uh, hollow branches with larvae inside them. What it does is it taps its finger to listen for chambers where these larvae are. And it has these teeth that are almost like beaver's teeth. And it, with those, it chews through these, these branches and then it uses its finger to kind of fish around in there and get out these grubs. There's a huge built-in audience for this book. And I can be a testament because when I was maybe eight years old, I bought the Edwards catalog and science catalog. And in that, I paged through it and I sent for, bought, and received in the mail my very own preserved lamprey. Mm. Did you really? <laughs> yes, I did. And I, I dissected no that That's thing. thing. You could do that. Yeah. Wow. They don't do that anymore, do they? Uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> Lampreys to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't imagine how you felt getting that because a lamprey is one of the weirder looking creatures. It, it's superficially looking like an eel, but what it has that an eel doesn't have is this wicked looking mouth. It's, a, it's essentially uh, just kind of a circle of teeth. Um, and what it does is it'll actually attach itself to fish. Um, there are two types of lamprey like this. Some of them just drink the blood, but some will actually gnaw through the flesh and end up killing the fish that they have uh, used so badly. And there goes the animal <laughs> kingdom. I've been speaking with Matt Simon. You'll find the lamprey, the hagfish, and many more in his book, The Wasp That Brainwashed the Caterpillar. Thank you for joining me, Matt. And thank you for having me. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom slash agony.